This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear is a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Hello and welcome to the Wolf and Hour We're doing Sunday morning because last week's was shit How are you? I'm good How's work. it going? Are you, are you good? How are you feeling in yourself and around you? Well, Oof. I'm a wreck mate are you a as in Miley Cyrus, Cyrus sort of wrecking ball or well, you're like something the ball's hit? There's two fundamental prongs that are disrupting my uh, ongoing sort of denial of my aging process. Okay. Yeah. The first one is that on, and by the way, Tom, I'm going to tell you something now. What? I did something straight off the back of, I basically followed in your footsteps. Wow. On Friday. Whoa. Because, Whoa, because I did something, and I need to give credit where credit's due. Um, I did this because of you. I yeah. did, uh, I went and did PT. Nice. With Chrissy, who, by the way, Lisa wasn't that impressed with the joke I made about her fucking Chrissy, by the way. Oh, wow. Um, what? You, you said that in front of Chrissy? No, but she heard the podcast. Oh, she wow. Heard yeah, said it on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. Uh, anyway, I went and did leg day with Chrissy. And yeah. we... <laughs> no, I love it because you make the joke about the PT quite a lot. Yeah. And now you've given him a name. Yeah. It does feel a lot. Yeah, it feels a lot. It worse. feels re- it feels real. Yeah, it feels real. And now I've seen Chrissy as well. He doesn't seem yeah. like in the picture like. Well, that that's what of... I was going to say. I I posted on Instagram to to give him a big up because of you. Wow. So how did you? I, I, I... How did you feel about that after? Did you feel? Well, my main issue is I don't think after a workout, I mean, as I hate photos of myself anyway. Yeah. So then to then take a photo of yourself post-workout, very difficult. I mean, the photo I posted, just to give an insight into my social media kind of behavior, the, po- the photo I posted looked like something I just grabbed in the incident. That was attempt six. You're joking. I'm not. Wow. I'm not. I so I remember I actually remember like an overwhelming sense of pride. Yeah. When I saw that that picture, it, you know, what made me feel when you see something like the Paddington, uh, like the cartoon Paddington or something like that, when mm. he learns a lesson and he goes forth with it, it felt like you. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, that's what I did. So I just want to say thank you. Well, no, thank you, thank you for being a friend. Because you know, Chrissy was really happy. I mean, I say he's really happy. He just sort of, you know, did Chris, was... has Chrissy mentioned anything about the sort of. You at least, yeah, the joke, or has he not heard it? Well, um, I don't think he's heard it because uh, I don't think he even knows that I do a podcast. So he knows, he knows that you're a comedian, though, right? He knows I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't know I do a podcast because that's what you've got to be careful of now. Because if he starts listening to this, I think you've referenced it a few times. Yeah, it's not just that, Tom. I'm starting to realise that having a podcast where you talk so openly about what you've been up to is a dangerous game now, I've realised. Because I was in the gym the other day and another guy in the gym sort of pointed to his phone and it had yeah. Wolf and Al playing and he sort of gave me a thumbs up and instantly I knew it was the episode where I was slagging off gym etiquette. 
<laughs> so, which I have, by the way, which I have since apologised for. But then I, I almost went up to him and I went, just so you know, on that episode, there is a bit where um, I talk about gym etiquette. But on the on t- two episodes later, I actually apologised for that behaviour. So, so if you could get to that, I'll just fast forward through the stuff about gym Yeah, just, just remember, I, d- I no longer stand by the comments I made in that particular episode. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that your voice has become more like Zippy. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love doing Zippy. <laughs> oh, shut up, George. You fucking idiot. I went for a phase of thinking that was quite funny and sort of sexy to do when I was younger, like doing voices from sort of, oh, God, this is embarrassing. Like doing like yeah. Zippy. Is this, is, this from the, is this from the Tom and Rom try hard to impress girls school of uh, <laughs> This is so fucking tragic. Oh, God. Like, you know when you say someone says something, and you, your mind transports you back to a time yeah. when you, like, I literally just sit, I can visage me now trying to be funny to a group of girls. We were in a big group of sort of guys and girls that used to hang out together and trying, a girl that I really fancied and doing like Zippy or oh, Donald Duck. Jesus. Yeah, because that's what, so many girls say that's like the hottest thing about guys, isn't it? <laughs> When Guys work- that can do an imp- yeah. impression of Zippy or Donald Duck. When you're working with very little, right? When you're working with yeah. like nothing, like you think that like, that could be the game changer. Yeah. When you're working with very little, don't undermine <laughs> what little you have. Yeah, but you know, like, like, how- I, by the way, I'm saying that as somebody that regularly does it. And also, just as you were doing that, it reminded me of, um, you know, you were just talking about there, there's certain things that you've done in your life that are so embarrassing. that If you're on the train or something, and then your brain wanders to that moment. Oh. You feel the embarrassment like the first time, right? Yeah. I, I had I, I had a thing where, and, and also, so that's the first element of it. The second element is, I am, I'm convinced, I'm so mad. And then every now and again, you let off, you you basically show a sign that you're mad to somebody. Do you know what I mean? That, that, that's yeah. so embarrassing, right? Yeah, yeah. So basically, I feel like I'm wandering around hiding my true self from everybody, right? Because no, no. I'm actually... I'm actually no, but you know, The worst thing is, right, when I look back at those times like that and think, like, that's the moment... They're the moments I wish I could just put an arm around myself and go, just fucking shut up and be quiet. Yeah, I know. 100%. You know, like, like, you think, like... Because me and you are very similar, right? I was awful at sports, so that wasn't a thing. So, like, on a Sunday when people would go, like, you know, and, and, you know, some of the girls would come and, you know, to watch Sunday League football and everyone would go to the pub after... Oh, this is so fucking much. I don't even want to talk. I used to commentate. No, this is good. This is I used good. to commentate on Sunday league games. Like, oh actually, oh. I'm going to throw this into the mix. Um, like really, really sad news. Um, John Motson passed away this this week. It was an yes. awful, really, really sad, sad thing. And um, uh, we talked about John Motson. I've told my John Motson story when I met him, and it was, like genuinely one of the most amazing things. And so I put up a thing saying he was one of my childhood heroes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and you know that thing where you put something up, it's on, uh, yeah, and then some prick has to go, who has a hero who's a commentator? And you're like, I did your fucking art. Like, genuinely, that, mm. I was a real stato when I was a kid. I was obsessed with football. John Motson mm. absolutely represented, he knew every player's name. I used to try and think, like, I, I, I wanted to be a commentator for a long time. I was obsessed with mm. it. So in Sunday League, I used to stand there. Like, usually looking after my mates. Th- <laughs> Someone going, oh, Tom, look after the watches and rings, mate. Like, mm. fucking a pocket full of sovereigns and fake Rolexes. <laughs> and then commentating, you know, Beardy gets the ball, pass, lovely pass from Beardy out to Ricky Wood. Now, Ricky Wood, it was like, and people used to laugh. And who are, you doing that? who are you doing that for, Tom? I think I was doing it for myself to be a part of things. Yeah. And, like, now and again, I'd make people laugh at it, yeah, but... It was, I so thought I was in, made me involved in the team, and it so didn't. And then I'd go back and yeah, do silly impressions. I relate and, to that. Yeah. It just, you know that thing of people go like, Yeah. No one was after, no one was after a funny person when we were 17, 18, 19. No one. Well, no, I mean, I've always said this. When, when women say, I, I'm after a guy with a good sense of humor, a funny guy, what they mean is, I'm after a guy with a sense of humour and a funny guy who's also attractive and I want to sleep with. So, <laughs> also, when, when me and Catherine will look back, like, like it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be good if a guy that I already found desirable also had a sense of humour. What, what I'm not after is a troll that does an impression. 
who spat all over me while he was doing Daffy, Daffy Duck. <laughs> Donald Duck while eating a fucking roast potato. No, hold, on. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, I've got it. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, just wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, where are you going? No, no, honestly, I'm going to nail it. It's just, you have to, get, you have to get your mouth warmed up. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hello, Donald. <laughs> That's goofy. So I do them all. Yeah. Well, where, where's Tom? Oh, he's, he's over there in the corner of the cafe just doing a whole fucking... He's doing a whole Disney sketch just on his own. Yeah, he's just doing his whole... He's reworking the whole works of fucking Fantasia on his own. You know that we... Me and Catherine looked at pictures. Um, you know that thing where you just... We were, I don't know what we were just looking... And honestly, my mum had given me small, uh, sort of small picture albums of when I was in my, like late teens, early 20s. Yeah. Some of the pictures, like, I could see Catherine sort of looking at that. Like, she was like, oh, like, literally, like, like, like this is a swan from an ugly dog. Like, I look at them thinking, what was I thinking? Mm. Some of the things I wore, some of the hairstyles. Mate, I, 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 I'll try and find the photos I can see on Instagram, but some of the things that you did, some of the things that I did in my 20s to try and look good, I, I had, a, there's a photo of me at 21, right? And I'm wearing... A roll neck jumper, okay, a mosquito gilet thing over the top of it, which I think I've talked about getting fixed at the dry cleaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on top of that, my hairstyle, for some reason, I went through a phase of, of waxing my hair into spikes like Darth Maul from Star Wars. <laughs> right. And, and you know what the, do you know what the saddest thing about it is? So I used to wax my hair into spikes, right, like proper, like, prodigy vibes. And then I remember I used to go out and what would happen is, is because of the heat of like going out, they would start to droop. <laughs> I remember, I remember like, a, I remember, a, I remember like, going like literally the little spikes of your hair represent your fucking ego. The yeah, moment my, you're going out, they're like, my mojo. <laughs> my, I remember going into a club toilet, right? At like one o'clock in the morning and all of them were flat except two. And I thought, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Everyone else has forgotten French crops. Ah, <laughs> oh, so bad. Mate, a anyway. I, I, I have yeah, a feeling, on. I have a genuine f feeling that the reason I've been made, like I, I've gone bald is because of crimes against hair. Some of the hairstyles and things I try, I went for a stage of trying to look like Al Pacino and The Godfather where I swept all my hair back, but it would never yeah. do that. And it used to just sort of droop out. So half of it, like I'd have the middle bit would be swept back, but these bits would just fall down to the side. Nice. It was just... Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, oh, I refound the muggiest thing I think I've ever done as well. Like, it was my 18th birthday party. Mm. Oh, God, this is... I don't remember you doing Judge Romish at 18. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, oh, there's a video somewhere mm. of me lip-syncing to a Spice Girls. <laughs> no. Oh, no. What? what? Tell me but, the context. Like... I had like I, I I used to quite enjoy the spice. Oh my god, the spice girls have you like I'm drunk. It's my 18th. Yeah, uh, everything about me looks gangly and sort of. I've got people friends there. Why I think you know like you get dizzy because it's yeah your 18th is the first party. Yeah, a you bit of adrenaline and stuff. Yeah. You're turning 18. It's the start yeah. of your life. Yeah, but also whatever. it's the first party you've kind of really sort of like this is yeah this is me going out out on my own. So I was sort of I was yeah. of attention. Um, mm. I was wearing like a, a I'm wearing like a white uh, oh, Ralph um, shirt. Well, you remember when they were the really long white Ralph ones that they had? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a pair of these. I'm obsessed with these pair of black sort of almost like they're like pleather jeans and a pair of what? <laughs> I, I honestly thought you were talking about shoes. <laughs> No, they weren't skin tight. They were sort of baggy, uh, but they yeah. were sort of like these sort of pleathery 95 trousers, yeah. like shiny material. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then some sort of oh, fucking Patrick Cox shoes. But someone, like one of my uncles, had, um, like the, my cousin Katie and Nick, who listen, do listen to this podcast, I don't know, and my my friend Rob, who's like, they, I've got friends who listen to this who know exactly what I'm talking about, and it's quite... And then I sort of think it's really cool if I lip sync as I'm walking around the house to a Spice Girls song. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
it's the, the most. Even thinking about it makes my stomach tighten and me feels like because yeah. and, I, I, and I had, you know the worst bit is you can see in my eyes. I think it's really cool. I'm not doing yeah. it to be funny. I think like oh this will be fucking yeah. I I, I, just... I've got a, I, I've got a similar video uh, where it's so my mum and dad when they like when we were like. I guess maybe 20 years ago before like shit went wrong for my, for my dad, they used to like go out all the time with like, there's a big Sri Lankan community in Crawley. Right. And so there'd be like parties all the time, man. And sometimes it'd be around someone's house or sometimes they'd hire out a hall and it'd be like this massive get together. It's like a, it happened all the time. Like their social thing was like mad. Anyway, there is a video of me, bearing in mind, mate, these are all like Sri Lankan parents, right? In their sort of forties and fifties. And I, God, I, I turned up there with my brother, and you're trying to be cool, aren't you? Do you know what yeah, I mean? you're of course. Trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You're turning well, you, up you're to try, party like you've aged. You you're, are you're, like, what, you're an adult now. Yeah, but you're going out with your, you're going out with your mum and dad. So there's that. But at the same time, you're then trying to break out of feeling like you're the sort of tragic person that goes out with his mum and dad. So you try. So you overcompensate. So anyway, I turned up to a Sri Lankan do. In like full top to bottom public enemy merchandise, right? T-shirt, fucking trousers with the logo on, massive trainers and a cap, public enemy cap. So I look like I'm fucking, I've just come out from the kiosk. I'll be knocking out the merch after the gig, right? And then there's this video of me dancing so hip hop at a Sri Lankan fucking family gathering. Do you know like the proper like screw face? And like Were you dancing to hip hop? I don't know. I can't even I don't think it was hip hop. I think it was like some sort of pop song or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I can't imagine they're dropping gangster rap at a fucking Sri Lankan do. But you know and, I, and I'm properly I'm honestly man, I'm properly going for it. And as so my mum had found the video and as she plays the video, my arsehole seals up so completely that I think that's it now. I'm gonna have to get it reopened. <laughs> Uh, every time, every time I think about that video, it, as I'm talking to you now, I feel horrible. I feel, Mate, I feel it's so horrible. I, I have the same. It, like my shoulders begin to droop. Yeah. Like, what, what? And why didn't anyone that I know at that point go like this? This is on. Like, I genuinely was like, but now I know. I still know it's out there. It's one of the, the muggiest things you can walk around my mum and dad's house. Just uh, yeah, kind of like yeah, singing, lip syncing. Like, even if I'd made it Wonder War, it'd be a little bit cooler. Yeah, it's bad. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Speaking of things that are embarrassing, I had a thing where this is as an adult, by the way, right? Um, where I was I was working as a head of sixth form, and there's a girl that was working in my team. So was, I was senior head of sixth form. There are two like junior people that were in my team. Assistant head of sixth form, I think they were called. Anyway, I said something. I was always, you know, when you do banter and you take it too far yeah, at work yeah. or whatever. So I said something. It wasn't just for just for my own sort of clarity and context. It wasn't anything sexual or right. that kind of thing. I, would, I, I wouldn't banter like yeah, that. Yeah, you're not that kind of G. Yeah. So I said something to this girl 
and that was working with me and she sort of went a bit quiet like i sort of did a like a joke or something like i don't know something like uh, as, she, as you always do it then or something like that right and she went a bit quiet bearing in mind that i was her essentially her boss you know so it's it's the power dynamic is not appropriate for for making those kind of jokes anyway after school i was at home and i texted her going look just so you know i think you're really I, I think you're doing a great job, so please don't worry about um, about that comment I made. I was just messing around. No reply. Right, so half an hour. So half an hour later, I go, just to sort of reiterate, I'm really sorry if I offended you. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to offend you in that way. No reply. Twenty minutes later, look. If you could just reply, just to let me know you've received this. Even if you are pissed off about it, I would just love to know. And then no reply. Twenty minutes later, look, man. Uh, maybe we should have a. chat. Maybe oh we should have a chat God. about this tomorrow morning because I'm just nervous about it affecting our working relationship. No reply. 20 minutes later, look, can you just give me a call as soon as you can? Because I think maybe we're in a situation where... Anyway, I sent another three of those. Oh. I then get a message about half an hour later going, Ramesh, <laughs> I've been in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh Are you okay? Oh, my oh, just God. Like... She ha I don't even think she'd remembered it, bro. What, did she ever bring it up again? She just goes to me, totally don't worry, I'd totally forgotten about it, it's funny. Oh, like, wow. I was like, oh my God. Every time I think about it, just sort of the desperation, every 20 minutes, another text, every desperation. That is me, absolutely summed up. <laughs> Thirsty little nerd. <laughs> it's such just a horrible feeling. I, it's I was... such a narcissistic thing to do as well. You know what? Let's just imagine she wasn't in the cinema, right? And I've sent her the text message. Just let her not reply. Yeah, if, if she um... wants to, if she wants to deal with it in her own time, just leave it. Because I'm so desperate to have forgiveness and for me to be to feel all right about myself. Just, just wondering if you could reply, please. Could you reply? Maybe just send a thumbs up as a smoke signal, so I know that you're actually receiving this. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I still get like that now. Mate, I, mate, I'm, t I'm uh, telling I, you, like, I, w I wish I could tell you this as somebody that's moved on from that type of behaviour, but I haven't. Mate, I'm, I'm, I still suffer so much. If, if someone, if I text someone and they don't text me back, like, oh, that's what, WhatsApp I fucking hate. But if I can see someone's read I've a message. I've noticed that. You don't like, what, you don't like no, WhatsApp. No, because I can see people, that's when you can know, like, in that situation you're in, right? If that had been back, is it, I'm, this is a few years ago before WhatsApp, right? Mm. That'd be a WhatsApp situation. You go, oh, there's no double blue tick. She's not read it, right? Yeah. And that gives you a little bit. There's nothing worse than if you send quite like a heartfelt message or a message, what you know, about something and the person reads it and doesn't reply. Mm. Like, I genuinely like... But the problem, the, do you know what the, the, you know the thing is about that, Tom? Is, uh, by the way, I, I am the same way, but also I am the ultimate hypocrite of being the same way about people that don't reply to me, but also I'm terrible. Oh, at yeah, but I'm, I, yeah, but I'm pathetic on the basis if someone texts me, even if it's someone I don't really like enjoy their company or it's something like someone I don't know that well, I'll text them back as quick as I can. Yeah, and the worst thing about it is I am more likely to text you back quickly if I don't know you that well. That, that's the tragic thing about it. <laughs> Just taking for granted people who I love and care about. Oh, okay, they probably won't mind if I don't reply. Some stranger who I met once. Yeah, man, cool. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely should do that. Sweet. My therapist, I think I've said this before, but my therapist literally within 10 minutes of meeting me had turned around and said, you know your biggest problem? is You want everybody to like you. That's your problem. And like, my thing is, if I text someone I don't text back, my mental health is, they hate me now. Yeah. I will it, literally... It, it won't just be they looked at it and thought, I'll reply to that later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nothing else. It won't be that. And then also, sometimes, sometimes this is my own fucking neurosis. This is my own madness. I could text someone and just go, hey, bro, how you doing? All right, you good? And then they don't, they read it, they don't reply. In my head, that means they're going, oh, fucking hell, I hate this guy. How do I get him out of my life? I might have to change the, the worst, The worst and lowest behavior is when you send a question just because you need to get a reply. Because <laughs> so, you sort of analyze your last text yeah, and go, that probably doesn't require a reply. And then you send another text saying, seen you, latest series? Not sure about it. What's your take? Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, the worst, mate. Like, oh, God. I think I've even done this to you. That is, all oh, right, just get this on an even kill. Make, make this more relaxed. What's, what's relaxed with everyone? Football. Fucking hell. You pumped Spurs this weekend. Um, 
Saka's a player. What's turning around going, what's going on with Salah? I thought he was definitely going to score that. Lol. It's so pathetic. I haven't even watched the game. Just get on the internet. Just look, look read a couple of write-ups. Read some tweets. <laughs> Barry Glendening always knows what he's talking about when it goes to football. I'll just copy one of his tweets and put it by own language. It's so, like, eager. Like, gen- like I, that's one of the things I look at and think, and do you know what? That can just that can stick with me for a whole day. If someone, I could just spend so long looking at my phone, just thinking. But that, yeah, and also it's like, and I'm not even having a go at the other people. That's my own insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not anybody's fault. No, like, like, I, I hold nothing against. Like, and also it makes me so fucking thirsty. Yeah. Like, if someone texts me, like I'm not Oliver Twist running up for the for the buffet again. Yeah. Like, as soon as someone texts me, you better be like, hey, yeah, yeah, oh, wow, you've texted me. That's incredible. Are you under the impression that um, Oliver Twist was at a buffet? No, when he goes up and says he wants some more. At the buffet? Well, yeah, no, he was there. It was like catering where they had different stuff that you could eat. No, they just had gruel, my guy. What? There was no options. There was no... Listen, he wasn't... He was in, like, this, like, child work factory. He wasn't... There was no omelette station. I know there was an omelette station. They kind of just had gruel. What if you don't yeah, like gruel? They just, that's the whole point of this. Well, I mean, you need to be an Oliver. They need to do a remake of Oliver Twist. Where you're, I thought there was other you're stuff. Saying, and like you're he, saying shit like that. He just sorry, went, is it ju- sorry, is it just gruel? So the, what? there's no other options here? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> what happens if you don't like gruel? No, just I just want to know how how do you intend on continuing running this operation when you've only got a single option? <laughs> what is gruel? It's gruel porridge. I think it's like really shit version of porridge, where it's like how can most porridge be any shitter? Yeah, it's like well, there's a there's a high oat there's a high oat density. In por- imagine if like you've added way too much water to porridge, and it's got a carrot in or something. That's what I imagine gruel to be like. A carrot, not a whole not a whole carrot floating on the top, just like diced up and like. Sprinkled food. Yeah, but actually, like miso. I imagine a bit like a miso, uh, mate, like a I'm horrible having, miso. I'm not having miso soup. Why? What's up with it? Well, it's just stuck in it. It's just fucking. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like there's a place near my office that gives away free miso. Yeah, same. And like you go in, you buy some sushi, and then the guy goes, "Oh, do you want some the, sort of the free miso?" I was like, "Do you ever charge for this stuff?" And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Do you ever like?" I come in here quite a lot. It was always for free. Surely, just stop having it. Like I, I'm, you've got to be the only customer in the history of retail that gets angry about something being offered for free. <laughs> no, I'm just like this guy. Go, do you want some free miso? Fucking hell, <laughs> fuck! That's you're taking the piss out of me, mate. You having a joke me on my back? Oh yeah, you hand off your fucking free miso to me like I'm some sort of mug. No, but I, I think it's such like I feel sorry for like the person who's got like, that's got to be so demeaning if you're the chef in that place making a miso, and then you just see it given away for nothing. Maybe, maybe you're not doing it for commercial reasons. Maybe no, but, it's somebody that maybe it's somebody that's devoted their life to getting miso really right. No, I'll tell they you think what to, myself, like, they think to themselves, I don't, I don't want to sell this. I don't want to make a commercial profit. I just want to spread miso love to people for nothing. Mate, but then what, then a, just, what a lovely gesture. Yeah, but then get in there and start knocking something else out that people actually enjoy. I'll tell you what it's akin to, right? What it's like. It's, you know, when you go to like a bake sale or you go to a village fete and people have cooked like Rocky Roads and they've cooked really like nice cookies, muffins. Mm. It's the same as the person who's cooked, like made flapjacks and no one's eating them. They're just sitting at the side. And at the end of the day, you walk past and goes, oh, do you want a free flapjack? That's, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean about flapjacks. But what I would say is if you get a flapjack right... My God. Yeah, but what's that? 3% of flapjacks has ever been? Correct. I would, that is exactly the exact figure I was thinking. I think it's about 3% of flapjacks. A lot of flapjacks, when I've had them, just taste like someone's just got like a bit of like, I don't know, honey or syrup or whatever they use and throwing some old bird seeds in it. It's like, yeah. well, just... I mean, that is essentially the recipe for flapjacks. <laughs> but what, what I don't. What... <laughs> It's like going, do you know what I, you know what I about steak pie? It just feels like somebody's got like a pastry case, put some steak and like gravy in it and sealed it up and baked it. <laughs> no, Blackjacks are like, and then you all see the poor old lady who's made them just sort of like standing by them in it, yeah. Yeah. I also, I tell you what I don't, I'm not a fan of either. Uh, flapjacks with like a yogurt atop. Well, I mean, oh. I can't eat yogurt anyway, but you know that kind of yeah, icingy yeah, yeah. topping, like it needs to be sweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not what this needs. 
If yeah. anything, it needs a savoury undercut. What it doesn't need is more sugar, you fucking lunatic. You know, actually, while we're talking about things, I can't fucking, I can't have cheesecake. Wow. That I is, wow. I mean, I can't have it for moral reasons. But, yeah, yeah, no, but But I'm I just... know, I, 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 I can call back on my memories of cheesecake. I mean, that you can get vegan cheesecake, but yeah. uh, what's yeah. your problem with it? I just find it just such a waste of time. I just can't like the flavouring, the, the texture. Like you are talking about, you are talking about a wide range of. By the way, as you say, cheesecake in my head, there's like six different images of what that might be. Yeah, but so there's six what different type images, of cheesecake is? is it, you know, like the, I'm talking about the bog standard. Someone's crunched up with the like, fruit on top. No, no, no. I'm saying digestive biscuit, biscuits that someone's crushed yeah. up, made that into a base, walloped some sort of. The cream, the creamy cheese stuff on it. Mascarpone, then, yeah. Yeah, and then they've just added sort of, I don't know, like some fucking Oreo crumbs or whatever in it or, you know, yeah. bits of it. I just, just kind of, if it's, I, I, look, this is, if I go out for a meal, right, and that's what the dessert is, I'll forego dessert and just have a coffee. Yeah, I, 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 and I imagine they'll be absolutely gutted about that. <laughs> no, but I just... Fucking hell, you, you're not, you're not going to believe this guy. <laughs> Ultimate revenge. It's like the end of Gladiator. <laughs> Went up to him. Said, do you want a dessert? And he goes, what is the dessert? <laughs> and I said, cheesecake. And he said, in that case, I'll just be having coffee. Excuse me a moment. And then he dropped right. a microphone for some reason. He carries around with him for moments like that. <laughs> I just can't, I just don't like it. I find it a really, yeah. I find it could spoil a really good meal. Yeah. And also I think cheesecake wise, I think like cheesecake thinks a lot of itself as well. No, I think okay. it's... Here we go, here we go. Okay. No, I, what do you mean? It's, it, if you look at different desserts, right? Baked Alaska, yeah. right? A nice uh, sort of treacle sponge or whatever, a nice slice of apple pie. There's something humble yeah. about all of those. There's a dignity that they have, a decency. Cheesecake for me is just so flamboyant, but actually when you break it open, there's nothing much there. It's like actually... You know, some, sometimes I, I can't interact with you because I feel like I'm talking like someone coming up at 2am at a nightclub. <laughs> I, I can't even respond to these things. You, no, want no. To, you, you want me to comment on whether I think cheesecake's up itself? Is that what you want me to do? No, but I look at it a bit like, you know when like you're at, you go to a wedding or something and there's someone who's just cracking zingers and fucking being really loud mouth and whatever and dancing around and then you sort That's of try cheesecake. to have a conversation. Yeah, and you try to have a conversation with them and there's nothing there. There's no depth. Yeah. That's what yeah, cheesecake Yeah, do you know what? Is. Your cheesecake, <laughs> your, 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 what, what you've just described, that behaviour you've just described... <laughs> It's a hundred percent what you do. <laughs> I wish that I couldn't have laughed and I could have pretended I was really offended. <laughs> no, but I just no. I think like <clears throat> if I'm if I was a dessert, I would probably be more like an apple pie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it looks fancy. Yeah, you do strike apple pie, hot apple pie with ice cream. That's how yeah, I describe yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I would say with you, you know, I, and this is the, probably the biggest accolade. I'm going to gonna steal my self-esteem for this <laughs> no. slam that's coming up. No, I actually think you'd be like a panna cotta or something like that, right? Where panna cotta, if it's on the menu, you sometimes go, I'm not sure about panna cotta, isn't it? It's not all that sometimes. And then you get a panna cotta, you take a couple of spoonfuls and go, fucking hell, this is delicious. This is mm. absolutely like when you break off that crispy sugar top and you're like, whew, well, actually, I'm talking about creme caramel. But when yeah, you... I mean, you can't even get the dessert right. <laughs> creme caramel. Thank for you me. so much, though. That really was the highest. No, no, but creme caramel's here for me. Cheesecake's here. Cheesecake's sitting yeah. in, the, in the larder thinking, oh, everyone's going to want a job of me. Creme caramel's like, oh, nobody likes yeah. me. I'll probably, I'll probably end up in the bin. And then when that creme caramel goes out and someone takes that first spoonful of it, you're like, yeah. oh my God, this is a taste sensation. And everyone yeah. around the table goes, excuse me, excuse me, can I have some creme caramel? Yeah. And then they go, do you mean creme brulee? Because that's the one with the crispy top. Oh my god! Right, should we do some emails? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, G. Okay. Um, so, uh, by the way, I, I uh, 
the swan couldn't choose emails this week because she was a bit hectic. So right. I, I felt a she bit okay? bad making her choose emails. Um, yeah, she's fine, but it's just um, the kids have got loads of like clubs on this weekend and stuff. So she was a bit, um, she was a bit uh, under it. So I just okay. said to her, I'll do them this week. Cool. So they're going to be of a lower quality. And also the other thing I would say is not, I'm not talking about the emailers. I'm talking about the blend. There's nothing wrong with emails. But we have got loads of nickname emails in, but I haven't bothered to group them together. So they're just going to be peppered through other emails. Just okay, so cool, 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 cool. Uh, okay. So this is from The Big Bear. Wow. Uh, hello to the Wolf Owl and Lovely Swan. Love the podcast. I've only just caught up, so decided to finally email in. I've got tickets to see Rom in Stockton on Tees next year. Can't wait. As both, thank you very much for that. As both of you have been responsible dog owners, what are your views on dogs peeing on houses, garden walls, cars? I know they're only make, marking their territory, not mocking me directly, but the more I look out my window and see endless dogs pissing on my home, I begin to think this surely can't be right, can it? Love from the Big Bear. Well, shout out to Big Bear. Um, I, I, when, when I had a dog, when uh, my dog was still around, we used to always, I used to always make sure that it, it never, he never weed on anyone's On a house? Yeah, or on a house, a garden, someone else's garden. It, it's hard with a dog because... Number one, right, if you're walking down a road, you've got a choice. The le- you should make sure that the dog isn't got that option. To, I mean, to wee on someone's house or car is pretty barbaric. There was yeah. actually a case around the corner from me um, of uh, a, a sweet lady who, there was a dog that used to piss in her garden all the time. It wasn't her dog, it's this dog used to walk past. And she's tried to talk to the owner about it. And um, the owner was just like, well, I can't help it. And she was like, well, can you just like put him on the other side? So, you can, if, if, so if he's not literally on the side where my house is, he's not on your right-hand side, he's not going to wee here. And he was like, yeah, but then you know, he's not comfortable. He likes being on my right-hand side. So he just kept on pissing on this poor woman's house. And then she had like a little fence put up. He pissed on that. Yeah. I'll tell you the other thing that actually like is people, if when you've got your bins out the front for bin day and people put a fucking dog shit bag in it, that's that's inexcusable behaviour for me. In your bin bag? No, so you've got your bin out. Say you're recycling bins out, right? Yeah. I had it not so long ago, and someone threw a fucking dog poo bag in my recycling bin, and I caught them. I was like, that's not recyclable, is it? There's not anything that we can use for dog shit. And the bloke with his plastic in it and laughed. I was like, how about I fucking empty the contents of it out on your head? And then Did you I'll say put, that? Yeah, I was fucking furious. It's disgusting. It's like, and then also, like, I actually have a really, really, really good relationship with my recycling and my bin men. If they see that I'm, I've got no, it's like no respect for them. It's like literally yeah. shitting on their parade. Throwing zingers at the bin men, you sort of roll up and they go, oh, girl, we've got to go do cheesecakes house. <laughs> <laughs> do you know your bin men? Do you chat to your bin men? I do chat to them, actually. I, no, no, I don't. That's not true. That's that a massive exaggeration. I have chatted to them, but I wouldn't say it's a regular occurrence. No, no. If, if I'm out, yeah, I'm we, have, there. I don't, we have a little bit of we have a little bit of bant. Yeah, I don't look around the front of the house. Front of the house, waiting for. Um, I don't. I don't get. I don't understand dogs peeing on your house. Do people do that? Do people let yeah. people's dogs pee on people's houses? I think there's really bad dog owners out there who just. It's like I mean, look, the worst of the worst is like dog poo being left in the street. I still think that's. I still think that should be a prisonable offence. Prisonable. Yeah. Do you think so? I think it's so how long would you give? How, would, how long would you give somebody for five days? For, actually, do you know what? That's I think reasonable. it's utterly disgusting. I think it's one of the like like if you I I and your dog's taken off you if you can't be bothered to pick up a shit that your dog leaves in the middle of the fucking street or even like anywhere anywhere you should just that's that's the basics of having a dog. That's that's that, that's the deal you make. As soon as you got a dog, you pick up its shit. That's just it, right? But it's I when I when you walk around the place and you see two or three dog shits on a fucking wall, you're like, fuck, you know. Especially when once you got a baby and you're, it's in a pram, you're like, this is nice. Navigate around a load of shit in the street just because someone can't be bothered to pick it up. Yeah, no, I've called out people, um... so many people for that when I see them walking. What, as it, uh, uh, you, what do you say? To, to a pr- so you're not going to pick that Let's. Imagine I've right. my dog's just. I'm out with Reggie. Cool. He's curled out a hot one, and then I'm just walking away. So what happens? Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Are you gonna pick up what your dog's just done? Oh, well, it's sort of. Um, it's a, it's an animal, isn't it? It's sort of natural, isn't it? So it's just... no, you're the animal, mate. The way you're oh. literally leaving that there. That's it's a bit, disgusting. It's a bit racist. <laughs> <A> bit <laughs> racist. Mate, mate. <laughs> Why are you calling me an animal? 
because your dog has just taken a steaming up turn in the middle of that pavement, and this is near a school, mate. And if one kid slips, yeah, no, just drop my kid off. Yeah, well, and you think it's you drop the kid off, your dog, uh, your dog drops his ass out, and then you just leave. Well, I'm, I always make sure that um, I tell my kids to be careful for dog shits on the pavement, and if um, if other people don't do that, that's oh, that's a lovely society that we work at, live in, isn't it? So we should we just all just why, why won't we just forgo toilets and all just start shitting in the street? Well, you're you're being a bit silly. You're sort of taking it over the. Top I'd rather be silly than disgusting. Well, I guess that'll be our nicknames going forward. You're silly. I'm disgusting. Anyway, thanks, mate. Take care. Then I'd pick up the poo and just throw it at you. Oh wow! So after calling me an animal, <laughs> you then pick up dog shit and throw it at me. <laughs> Here's a question for you: Why is it all right to leave horse shit anywhere? Because no, this is actually an interesting question. Essentially, horseshit would be like you, right? In the sense that it's... Wow. <laughs> no, vegan. It's it's like, it's vegetables. It's like, it's just... Oh, uh, I see. Biodegradable, right? Yeah. Dog shit is raw meat. Who knows what shit goes into those tins that they eat? You know, all the skulls that they eat. All the, so it's it'll just sit there and just get more and more disgusting and actually go mouldy. That's worse when you see a mouldy dog shit when you walk past it. So, you know... Shout out the horses for keeping their diet on check. Um, so does that mean I'm allowed to shit in the street then? Yeah, but if I if anyone I know was allowed to shit in the street, I'd take a vegan shit. Yeah, if yeah. I, if, you, if you're running down my street holding your trousers, going, "I need a fucking crap, mate." Okay, everyone in my drive, mate. Everyone. Hmm. I'd probably invite you into my house if I'm honest, but yeah. Just uh, uh, people on a tour around the garden. Oh, this is a compost heap that we got started with. You hear the Romish rang an open? <laughs> Yeah, we use one of his shits as a starter. Compost heaps, by the way, are really dangerous. They're lethal. What do you mean? That's how a lot of the fires started in the summer. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. They're, 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 that's why they don't have them in hot countries. Yeah. You've got to be really, really careful of compost heaps. It, they, like, you know, all that glistens isn't gold, mate, when it comes to a compost heap. You've got to be very No, you're wary. absolutely right. Yeah, very, very tempting to do compost heaps. Yeah. Uh, but you shouldn't, you know? No. Don't be dazzled by the glamour of Yes, it. it's great right now. But also, like, it becomes a habitat for vermin and rats and shit. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, there you go, Big Bear. I hope that answered your question about dogs. Uh, but, yeah, please be responsible, dog owners. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, next email. This is from the exhausted Labrador. Oh. Hi, Wolf and Al. Uh, on the theme of last week, I thought... I'd yeah, it's weird. That's made me feel quite sad just the thought of a Labrador hasn't really got any... Because Labradors are so, like, jumpy and lovely. One that's just walking around with his head down. I feel really mm. conscious that I've been like, oh, fucking hell, what's wrong with him? Yeah, yeah. But just to make you feel better, this is a person who's just called themselves that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, on the theme of last week, I thought I'd send in some of the worst nicknames in, I've encountered. Uh, Rat, because when he came to uni, he told everyone to call him Quaid, a very good-looking rugby player, and someone said he looked more like a rat. Oof. So, he thought he looked like the rugby player, and other people thought he looked like rats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next one is Pig, because he called Rat Rat. <laughs> <laughs> This is good content. Next one is Gash, because he said the word once when talking about a girl doing a lad impression and therefore for five years was called Gash. Jesus. Yeah, that one's a bit. Sick Note, a classic, always had an excuse for everything. Fiesta, because he only dated people with red flags, with multiple red flags. 
And then Moti, this is a quite a dark one, because he looked like the serial killer Raoul Moat. Wow, Jesus. What a gaggle of friends. <laughs> you, you straight away would be trying to get rid of Moti and Gash, wouldn't you, from that group? Yeah, Moti's got a gut. Yeah, you got to get Yeah, and so is Gash. Yeah, I'm not, they're, not, they're not for me. We had a mate, I've got a mate called Squirrel, because uh, he looks like a squirrel. Yeah. Um, and he's still called that. And his kids called him Squirrel as well. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's got his, yeah. And he, you know, the trouble is, as he's aged, he looks more and more like a squirrel. Right. It's like he's like sort of like morphing into an actual squirrel. Yeah. If I was to walk out of my back garden now and he'd be up a tree with a little, like, have, like, chip, like, chipping away at some nuts, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, I wouldn't. You wouldn't be shocked. Well, no, because they're hibernating at the moment. So that was true. Are squirrels would... hibernating at the moment? Yeah, they're not around. The squirrels winter. hibernate? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. In the winter, they're not around. You'll never see a squirrel in the winter. Interesting. Where do they go? Do you know? I think they bury into trees, like big trees. They just like, make a little, like, make a hole inside the tree and then just get in there. And then sort of. A squirrel through... burrows a hole into a tree? Yeah, I think that's how they do it. I've always got, like, if you, if you watch. Um, have you ever watched the Gruffalo? Yeah, but I don't base my all of my biological information on the Gruffalo. Yeah, but that's how. Yeah, but they had to use some context of reality there. Okay. The, what they what they do is, if you look at that, they buried it. They've got a branch that's essentially their their driveway, and that buries into. Then they bury into like the tree, and then they make that into like a room. And I think then like they put loads of nuts in it and then in, when the winter comes they make a like door out of leaves and sort of like yeah, old okay. fur well, look, look, forgive me if I don't take as gospel what you remember from the Gruffalo <laughs> that's that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what yeah okay cool. well, thanks for that thanks for that insight this is from the flamboyant cuttlefish mm, wow just an idea for you guys. You mentioned format in the last episode. How about introducing a section for Would You Rather, where us periphery animals write in and pose a question for your pondering. What do you think of that as an item idea? Yeah, I mean, we could try that for a week or two. Yeah, we could try that for a week. Yeah, let's should, should try that for today and then fuck it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's Despite do, saying that we're going to do it regularly. Let's do Would You Rather. Yeah, yeah, that could be good, yeah. I, I feel there's legs in this with both your ability to digress extensively and add humour to any conundrum. I think there's some other cat pods out there that do something similar, so it's not exactly original. But I'm sure you do it better. Well, as you know. We are not uh, limited by uh, stuff that's original by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, here's a random one to start you off. Would you rather be locked in your house with no electricity for a week or fly to Australia and only spend one day there before doing the return journey? And don't expect any royalties, just a continuation of weekly dulcet tones from you two sweet, sweet souls for the foreseeable. Peace and love, the flamboyant cattlefish. Tommy D. Great. I've you want to reiterate this, dear? Yeah, no, I've always wanted to go to Australia, but a day feels like a lot like... As someone this week, I've been gigging and having to travel like for doing 20 minutes worth of fucking stage time and traveling for two hours is an absolute fucking drag. So the thought of, how does it take to get to Australia? Three days? Two days? Uh, No. 24 hours probably I would allocate. No, I thought you had to stop over somewhere, didn't you? You don't have to. I got a direct flight. I mean, I'm, you're talking to someone that's gone to Australia, mate. Right. So what is it? And I didn't stop there? over. 24 hours Something back. like that, yeah. Yeah. Living in your house without electricity would be barbaric. It sounds at the moment, it's like, oh, yeah, it'd be fine, but actually it'd be pretty barbaric. And if you're locked in there and you can't get out, it would be awful. Locked in your house with no electricity, but you've got running water. Yeah, but what, like, what are you going to do in your house? With, your phone's like, only going to run for a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, I imagine yeah. you'd, knowing that you've got that week ahead, you'd charge it up to the max. Yeah, but uh, would we know that it was just something that just happens out of nowhere? Well, I don't know, because like, theoretically you could take a load of... You could take a load of those pocket bank things, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, true. And keep your phone going, and then but just if, order delivery. For if the that week. isn't, yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, I mean, you, we assuming this is done against your will. You suddenly it's one yeah, day. Yeah, no, no way. Like, oh shit! There's no electricity. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if it, if I can handle that. I'd be dead within two hours. I think. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I, it would. Like, I think you know what? I, I, I'd go. Oh, well, let's make the best of this for the first fucking day, maybe. Like we can yeah. read, and, and then I, it would get to me day two. Not I a night, it. not a night. You can't. What? Yeah, no. I mean, but, oh gosh, yeah. Well, have you got you candles? Have to read by candlelight. Yeah. That, I mean, that actually would feel really quite kind of cool and a bit different for like mm. one night. But there would go, just a faff, wouldn't it? It's just a weird thing, isn't it? I, I just think you'd have to do Australia. Otherwise, you go. Oh, what, 
what's Ramesh doing? Oh, he's trapped in his house for a week with no electricity. Oh, how come he's doing that? It's because he didn't want to go to Australia. Yeah, I mean, a day yeah, in Australia it? for 24 hours there. 20, and also, to be fair, 24 hours, out, 24 hours on a plane would be a bit of a laugh, right? Yeah, it would be. And also, you don't know what class we're talking about here. I mean, you might try and... Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. I imagine... Have you, been, have you ever been upgraded? No. Oh, once. We talked about it when I came back from Vegas. And I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So one time. Oh, you know, actually, the other times when me and you fought, flew to uh, Dublin together. Oh, yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, just to get a seat in a slightly different position. For, I mean, I, I wouldn't show off about that. We, we, we were just moved to a row that had bigger legroom because they just saw two fucking pieces of livestock that required more room. <laughs> yeah, but that's the only two times in my life I've been upgraded or sat in that kind of vibe. What about you? Have you, you, you when you've lived a life romantic, right? I've never been upgraded, ever. Ever. But have you sat, sat in business class and such? Yeah, I have sat in business class, yeah. I, I know how it rolls when you do that legal arrangement. I, 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 I would go as far as to say I enjoy, whenever I've had the treat of flying business class, I've enjoyed it so much that I've not wanted the flight to end. I've, I, you know, because like, you've got films. Yeah. Seat's comfortable. You can move into any position you want. They're constantly bringing out, you can ask for drinks and food whenever you want it, right? <laughs> I just think that uh, I, I, every time I've gone, I've gone, the, the, where I'm going is going to, it's got a lot to live up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless, I mean, I, you know, I, I've often like looked at the, how long's left of the flight and been disappointed that I've only got an hour left or whatever. Because then all, the other issue is I, I get very, I actually, I get quite anxious if there's not enough time to watch another film before we land. Would you not just watch two episodes or something or start watching a series that's now? Yeah, like. but I find it. Mm. The thing, the thing was with, I think if, if is that the most is here's a question for you listeners is that the most out of touch thing that Romish has ever said? One of my anxieties is when I'm flying business class and I don't have enough time to watch an entire film before landing. <laughs> I Christ th Almighty! I, th I think for me it's a no brainer. I think it's Australia. Me too. You, you get there and you'd be able to just let. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's where in Australia you're flying to. If you're flying to Melbourne, 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 or Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, boom, you'd have a great day, Tab, cab straight into centre, have a little bowl about, look at something like the big bridge and stuff and the opera house, grab some nice food and get back on the flight back. And if you if you if if it is business class, which we can, I think, pick whatever he's not stated. I think when people do these, they have to be very specific. Yeah, we'd like a lot of details. Where's the house? Yeah. Um, how big is the house? Also, if is it's it a house be, in the is summer. It be is it going to be stocked with food? Well, yeah, but it can't be stopped with food, mate, because you've not got a fridge. Why not? Yeah, but there's. Do you not have any food in your house that doesn't yeah, pasta? But I'm not having pasta for a fucking week or beans. What do you mean? Well, pasta, beans. Well, you got a bit of bread, maybe some eggs. Can I see what my favourite snack of choice is? Tin of sweet corn. Oh, sweet corn. I love it. That do you know what I've got that that, Nan, that Nando's peri peri salt? I put a bit of oh. that on and then. Just... God, that's a great snack. You know, that's yeah. one of the sexiest things you've ever said. Really? Yeah. Thanks, yeah. I, I think I'd have kissed you if we were close. I don't know. How much would you kiss me? Like, like how, if, if we did, if I saw you, yeah. the next time I see you, if I went in for a kiss, how long would you let that go for? I, do you know what? I'd probably let it go as long as you wanted to. Wow. No, but I also... We'd end also, up... But what is the difference? Up, we'd both end up lighting a cigarette after having fucked. <laughs> And then gone, I was just waiting for you to stop. I just want to see how far you'd go. Or just two guys trying to be sexy in front of everyone, just guessing. <laughs> it's not as sexy, is it? Two no, guys. no, no. Because like, in those, all those, you know, those sort of awful 90s films, like, sort of, you know, where it'd be like a party and sort of like, you know, two girls would kiss and everyone would go crazy. If that was me and you, that wouldn't be the same thing, would it? Yeah, it would, it would bring an immediate end to the party. <laughs> we'd, we'd come out in the kiss and we'd be in an empty room someone just turning around and going just go back to doing your little Disney thing that you were doing yeah 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 just do the impressions guys <laughs> what about if I do the impression while I'm kissing him <laughs> oh, oh I really I really want to give you a big tongue kiss ha <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> It's so unsexy, you standing there, dressed in your public enemy gear with a pair of Mickey Mouse ears on. Oh, I'm going to give you the kissing of your life. <laughs> oh, you don't know what kind of kiss you're going to get. 
<laughs> oh god anyway uh, uh thank you for your email that was great sweet sweet time thank you what and, and that can be a new formulaic bit of the show so that'll give this one more work to do actually if she's got a yeah maybe put in the headline would you rather in the, in the yeah that's a great show well subject. done tom. bloody hell tom well you know then again i bring the i bring the juice This is from The Chill Pig. And the email says, this is another nickname, Son. Uh, hey, Swan, Cat, Wolf and Al. Your request for nicknames last week made me think of a bunch of people that are regulars in my local pub. Uh, a few of them are Mushroom Mick. Would walk back from the local supermarket and ask you to look in the bag at the mushrooms that he'd foraged locally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, two Dog Tony. His name's Tony and he had two dogs. <laughs> One of the dogs died, but the name remains. That's horrible. That's really, yeah. I'm two dogs Rob then, I guess. Yeah, you would be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd this still one's a good be one. one. I'd be one dog Tom, but I don't yeah. know the dog. Anymore. I wonder if you, I should do the descriptions first, but then you don't know the actual name. Uh, so somebody who, this one, this guy was called Pilot Light. Pilot Light? Because, yeah, because he never goes out. <laughs> That's genius. That's genius. <laughs> Uh, uh, here's one that I probably could give to myself bomb scare when he comes into the pub everyone leaves oh wow no that's not you but wow that's fucking fucking pilot light you know what me and you are, I am pilot light now and you're bomb scare yeah wow yeah I think you might be right that's pretty that's one of my favourite ever god I've just had to send it. I've just had to send a text message to somebody because <sighs> When I came out to do the podcast at eight o'clock this morning, my fucking phone pocket dialed them. Oh, and then I've not looked at my phone since. And they've just been like, you're right. You're right. You know, you're okay. What'd you know, that's the worst. Grace FaceTime Jennifer Saunders the other day. I had Jennifer Saunders' number on my phone from when we worked together. And I've never, ever yeah. used it. Never mm. phoned out. Never, and then she, Grace FaceTimed. Like, lucky enough, she didn't answer and hasn't phoned back. But... That's the most. That's, lu that's lucky. That shows that she's taking it all right. <laughs> that is the... I thought I thought she's going to be annoyed, but luckily she's not been in touch since. So I think that's probably. No, all I right. just keep thinking that Jennifer Saunders is lovely. She's an absolute legend, right? Of her just mm. going like sitting around going, God, Tom Davis was FaceTiming me at like nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. Was it? And, and people being that's so presumptuous. <laughs> what would you think? Like, yeah. I've never texted, never called her out of nowhere. I FaceTimed her on a Saturday morning. Hi, Jen, you are. Hey, you, you are I just thought I'd catch up. I was, yeah. Do you know what? I was having a chat about that job we did together, <laughs> and I thought I'd give you a FaceTime, have a little reminisce about it. Well, you got a question? So you having a question, are you? Okay, should we do one more? Yeah. All right. Hello, Wolf and Al. Uh, I have a story to tell that both of you will be able to relate to. If not, I've definitely not been listening to you correctly. My wife and I went to Rome a few weeks ago. It was her 40th birthday present, as I knew it was a place she really wanted to see. We had an amazing time and were blown away by seeing these iconic locations in real life. However, something happened that would really that really wound me up. Money is tight for everyone at the moment. I really wanted to be strict with myself and the budget I set for the holiday. So imagine my anger when I was fleeced by street traders. The first one was a guy selling roses, who at one point proceeded to give my wife not one, but three. This is how they right. get you. They put them in your hand and you do not want to be the prick who won't buy roses for his wife. I got my uh, wallet and hand over 20 euros and this dickhead gives me five euros back. Five euros a rose. Wow. Of course he got away with it because I don't have the guts to call him out. I was left seething. The following day, I was approached by a guy selling wristbands. He gave us compliments. Hey, nice trainers, etc. Put these things on our wrists and showed us photos of his niece. My wife took some initiative and gave back one to save me some money, but he still managed to get cash off us. Later, I saw similar guys selling similar wristbands, telling and using exact same technique on people. My question for you is, have you ever fallen for a holiday con? Have you ever thought about how you'd stop it from happening to you in the future? To this day, I still beat myself up for not being more confident and being tricked. Thank you to the Swan for selecting this. Uh, and if you read this out, thank you for all the pod. It's easily one of my favourites and helps me to forget the usual daily drudgery. All of my love to you, sweet souls. The Bumblebee. Uh, Tommy D. Uh, I mean, look, on a, firstly, as a younger man, I, I did the awful thing of buying a load of gold on holiday to try and make myself look more affluent and cool. And then slowly as the holiday went on, it went green and I ended up sort of, I ended up literally, I think for the last four days, 
with a whole big just green ring like like dirt almost around my whole neck all my rings my bracelet and the watch that i brought all of it just uh yeah um but fleeced wise um me and Catherine, what was it two, i don't know if i've told the story before a couple of years ago where it was the summer before of the year that grace was born and we were like well we're gonna go on a nice summer holiday um, it also been COVID, so we haven't been away for a few year, uh, for a few years. Catherine had been through the IVF. It'd been like a stressful time, so we're going to go. Well, we're going to get a nice. So we go to Cyprus, and um, I was like, right, I'm going to surprise Catherine, and we're going to go on a boat trip. We're gonna, like, we're, I'm going to hire a boat out for the day for the two of us, um, and uh, which will be amazing. It'll be lovely. And uh, I talked to the woman at reception, and I'm like, she sort of was. I was like, have you got like, boats that I can do for a boat trip? And she was like, you know, what sort of boat? I was like, sort of something quite sort of nice and sort of like, you know, giving her a vague idea, showing her some pictures of uh, some some boats. She said, no, no, you want a, an old, like the Cypricate boat. In original, like, it's the sort of like fucking Cypricate, Cypricate fishing boat. Mm. I was like, I'm not sure if that is what I want, but she talked me into it. Anyhow, on a day that I think was about 43 degrees in Cyprus, we go out on this fucking Cypricate fishing boat with no shade, right? Mm. It's literally as hot as you can be. Like, it's violently hot. And as we get halfway out, I'm like, have you got any water to the guy? And he's like, no, no, I have uh, some wine. And he made homemade wine that he put in seven up bottles, oh, no. which was absolutely foul. Um, and then when we jumped in the water, we there was no shower afterwards. So we ended up just crusted in salt water burning. I got such, so badly burnt out there and I was covering myself constantly in suntan lotion. It took two days off my fucking uh, holiday. I literally, it was the worst thing I've ever paid money for. But then when I got back to the hotel, the woman said, uh, how was your trip? How was your boat trip? And I was like, amazing. Thank you so much. It was so we'll talk about forever. It was so shit. Mm. I can't remember if I told that story before on here. I don't know. Uh, but what I would say is, um, I've done those boat trips before, and they're never quite as good as you think they're going to be. No. I remember going to Falaraki with my mates, and this guy goes, oh, we've got the boat trip for some sexy bastards like you. We're going to have beers. We're going to have watermelon. We're going to have yellow melon, red melon. We're going to have food. We're going to have booze. And there's some girls that are coming on the boat that are just dying to meet some sexy guys like you. You're going to have a great time. Anyway, six blokes went out on a boat on their own. Uh, came back two hours later. It's um, so bleak, isn't it? Having having eaten some melon, it's so that was good. The the worst bit of it, the the ship, the guy, the captain of the ship spent ages to talking about his family of you know various members of his family who looked like they might not see out the month, mm. which was quite a bleak thing when you're sort of like like twenty five miles off the coast. I mean, he's quite sweet, and he brought like loads of fucking. He brought like really random fucking vegetables. Like he was going to make a salad, but then he couldn't quite have the, he didn't have a kitchen there. So it's just like the whole thing was just insane. The number of times I've been on a thing, like uh, when I've been away or whatever, and somebody said I've got food, and then they bring out a carrier bag full of salad items. <laughs> it, it's. I, I think a salad, like salad items are just, like when you see them, I just, my, my heart sinks. I think yeah. that's 25 minutes, half an hour for something that just tastes yeah. all right. Yeah. That's 25 minutes wait for something that's much worse than anything else I've ever eaten. Because 100% there won't be a fucking bottle of yeah. dressing in there. You know, but in the end, actually, looking back, we should have eaten that instead of all the bags of crisps that we ate because yeah. that just made us more dehydrated. Right, well, listen, that is us uh, for Boom. this episode of The Wolf and Al. Uh, never got to telling you about why it is. I think I, we started at the very beginning about my two pronged thing, and then we never got back to. Well, it. maybe but, we could do another. We could do a pickup episode. Yeah, let's do that, uh, Tom. Yeah, I mean, you're saying that, Tom, knowing that we're we're going to record a pickup episode. So, <laughs> yeah, but I want you're to trying to make it out like it's a spontaneous, <laughs> a spontaneous meta thing. Uh, anyway, go on, Tom. Take us out. Hmm. It was Ronan Keating, wasn't it? He turned around and said, life is like a roller coaster because of its ups and its downs and sometimes it's quick and sometimes it's slow and sometimes you're just trying to keep up and hope that you don't fall off. But the truth of the matter is, life can be like any fairground or theme park ride. It could be a little bit like the bubble works at Chessington. Sometimes the waters are 
wavy and you're getting flooded and sprayed upon. It could even be like the vampire, which is also a roller coaster, but I can't think of many other ones apart from that ship thing that goes up and down and it's quite continuous and mundane and boring, but you still get freaked out. But I think of all the rides that you you can go on, I think try and make it like the monorail that just goes around. Because if you're good and you can get on the monorail and you can go around the theme park, the thing that you notice more than anything while you're slowly carouseling around is other people enjoying themselves, other people having a good time. And you know what? Sometimes that's the most rewarding thing of all, is looking down at a smiling family who've just got off a roller coaster and thinking, they look like they've had a great time. But step on the monorail and watch others enjoy their days. I've said the same thing three times, but you get where I'm coming from. Take a second, look for those smiles. That was really lovely. Thank you. That was really nice. Uh, Okay, well, listen, I'm going to choose a song that will no doubt cause offence. We're going with uh, an artist I love called Amine, and this song's called Yellow. JT, take us out. See you next time, guys. I was down. Now I'm better Stunting with my dogs Like my first name, Cruella Black girls love me Cause a nigga got some feta And white girls love me Like my first name, Coachella I'm a kick drum I go pretty dumb West side nigga, 503 is where I'm from Looking at my face You could tell I know my place You say amen, I say amine Right after I say my grace I wanna flex If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.